0: there friend, you're listening to the Sparrow Parents podcast, where parents can be resourced and supported for ministry in their homes. I'm your host, Pastor Beth Goodberry, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Stay tuned. Happy New Year, everyone. 2022 is going to be a good year. And you know what I'm going to just say right now? 2022 is the year of making dreams come true. And that is what this next series is all about, is how to make sure our dreams come true in 2022. And I'm just, I'm really, really glad that you're here today. Um, We're going to start off this series by talking about making plans for the new year specifically related to our finances. Um, This is something that I try really hard to do every year and this year in particular I've really locked into it um, and I think it's going to make a huge difference in us in our family being able to reach our financial goals this year and like i said i really believe that 2022 can be the year of making our dreams come true so stick with me we're going to talk through how to write a budget for the entire year um, and how to see those dreams um, coming true and and the reality of of what we can accomplish In this year, Um, even today, like today in January. Looking at the entire year's budget and and seeing where uh, we can actually make some dreams come true. So stick with me. You may want to grab a pen a pen or a pencil and a pad of paper. Um, if you have a budget already, then maybe you want to grab that. Um, or maybe you're listening in the car or at work or while you work out, and you just want to kind of uh, store away some nuggets as um, I talk through how to write a budget. so uh stick stick with me and this is going to be um really good don't be intimidated by the word budget so i am aware that if you have never written a budget before the word budget <laughs> it can be really intimidating um so i just wanted to start out by saying that that i'm aware of that um Honestly, I've been right. I've been, our family has been working from a budget for years now. I'm trying to think like probably eight years, um, that we've been consistently writing a budget and doing our very best to, um, stick to that budget. Um, and I would say that it still um intimidates me, especially when I know that I've gone over my spending or um I know that there are extra bills coming up um that uh maybe are not normal bills or or something like that. Um when I know that I want to go on vacation and maybe I'm aware that I can't afford it uh, because of some extra spending or because my income isn't as high as I would like it to be or whatever it may be, um, I tend to shy away from actually looking at my budget. But I'm here to tell you today that if you actually look at your budget now for the entire year and set it up on a spreadsheet, like an electronic, and an Excel, or a... Or a um, sheets, uh, spreadsheet that will add things up for you automatically as you put them in for every month and you go through the entire year, then you will be able to actually see your goals being accomplished. And there will be moments when you're seeing that some of your goals maybe can't be accomplished or that you need to make some sacrifices in order to accomplish your goals. But what that means is that you have a realistic view of, um, of your money, um, and what you need to be doing with it. And you can be in charge of telling your money where to go each month, each week, each day. Um, and that's the really exciting part is once you get through like the nitty gritty and the, uh, the, the moments of, you know, oh man, I, you know, there's, there's not enough money that month or whatever it is then you can start to really see, oh, if I do this or if I cancel this subscription, then we can do X, Y, and Z. And it gets really exciting. So I really hope that um, that, that helps <laughs> those of us who are maybe a little weary of even creating a budget or talking about this um, this topic. So First of all, the first step is to get some sort of template. Um, now, the template that I learned from is um, from Dave Ramsey. Um, he has a website. I think it's DaveRamsey.com. And if you just you know do a quick Google search, Dave Ramsey Budget, um, you may be able to find like an actual spreadsheet. I am going to to put my budget spreadsheet, like my blank budget spreadsheet on my website, SparrowKidsMinistries.com for you to be able to just open up and use. You can plug in your own numbers um, and that's like already got all of the formulas in it and everything for you. So um, this is the one that I'm using this year and it's got all 12 months of 2022. So the first thing that you do is you input your income. Um, so put your income into the income box and figure out how much you make each month. Um, and maybe, you know, in our house, I make a certain amount every single month. And my husband, make his income varies based on his production at work. Um, so a lot of us, that's, that's the case. We have at least one income that maybe is not... Um, as steady i guess i would say or or as predictable um sometimes you make more sometimes you make less if that's the case what i do is i just average out the past two months um so take those past two months um november and december of 2021 average out the paychecks and plug in that number and what i did this year is i just plugged in that number for the whole year because you've got to start somewhere now, if in the first two months of the new year, we realize that, oh, he's making a lot more or he's making a lot less, I can adjust those numbers for the for the remainder of the year. Um, and that will, again, automatically, because it's in a spreadsheet format, um, it will automatically change the numbers uh, that are put into each of our financial goals for the year. And then we get to actually see, physically see on paper, um, those goals being met. It's really exciting. <laughs> um, so put your income in. Now what I like to do is I like to split up and you'll see this if you use my budget worksheet. I like to split up each month into four weeks. And so what I do is uh, week one is always the first through the seventh. Week two is always the eighth through the 14th. And then of course week four is going to end up being um, a little more or a little less depending on what month it is. But that way um, I am consistently looking at four weeks. Now this works well for us because I get paid monthly. Um, I don't get paid weekly. Maybe you want to split up your budget by how many weeks are actually in the month and that's fine just make those changes on your budget worksheet but this is what works for us. Um, It also allows us from month to month to um, do the next step in a very simple way. The next step is to um, put in all of your bills. Um, and, And by bills, I don't mean paying off debt. I don't mean, you know, like the credit card bill and stuff like that. What I actually mean is essentials. Um, And so you need to pay your mortgage or your rent, you need to pay your water or your electric or your trash, um, those kinds of bills. Um, So put in the essentials. Now, for those of us who are Christians, we um, may feel like our tithe is essential. That is how I feel. That is the first thing that comes out of my paycheck is our tithe. And for us, that is 10% of all of our income. Now, um, that is uh, something that, you know, I grew up learning that my husband did not but we as a couple feel that it's very important to put god first in our finances and so um that is just something that we do so the first thing that we put into our budget is our tithe and we just have our um we have a separate box on our budget worksheet that says tithe and it automatically calculates 10% 10% of all of our income and puts it in um, and take takes that out. So we're working then with 90% of our income. Um, so then we're going to do our essentials. So by essentials, I, I mentioned the bills that are essential, um, but we also want to make sure that we remember that we need to eat, <laughs> right? Um, and so Um, And you may need gas to get to work. Things like that are going to also be essential. Now I'm going to talk in a minute about the envelope system, um, which for our family, we include our groceries and our gas money um, and other things that may be considered essential in our envelopes, um, which will come next. Uh, But the point is right now, just make sure that you have enough in your budget for all the essentials. Now the really cool thing about using um, a spreadsheet or a a template that is already prepared, um, but specifically a spreadsheet that has formulas in it for you, is that as you put in your bills, as you put in your envelope money, your tithe, your savings, all of that kind of stuff, um, it will automatically deduct that from your income. And so if you're using my budget template, then what you'll see is down under the savings column, you will see net income. And what that is, is how much money you have after all of your bills are paid, after all your paychecks come in and all your bills are paid, everything that you have said you're going to do with your money is done. This is how much money you have left. And so, of course, if that's in the negatives, then you know that you're spending more than you're taking in. If it's in the positives, you're spending less than you're taking in, which, of course, is the goal, right? Um, and whatever your, your goal is for the month or for the year, um, in terms of your finances, that's where that extra money should go. So if your goal is to set up an emergency fund then that's where that extra money goes. Um, If your goal is to save for a new car, that's where your money goes, or pay off debt, that's where your money goes, okay? So um, just kind of give you an idea of of what to do with that. But what I like to do at this point, once I have all of the essentials in there, um, I like to split it up by manual payments and automatic payments. Um, And by this I mean things that come out of our checking account automatically, like that we've set up automatic payments for. For example, for us, our mortgage comes out automatically. We don't want to be late on that, and so we've set it up so it always comes out on the first of the month, and we don't have to worry about it. Um, So I have a little reminder in my phone to make sure that the money's there um, after I get paid, and then it, like, in the correct account and then it just automatically comes out so that's under automatic payments but then there are things like our electric bill that we need to pay manually it changes every month and um, because of you know how much we use and so we want to make sure that it gets paid on time and so I put that under manual payments and that's something that you know you can set a reminder on your phone for the day before that it's due Um, hey reminder pay the electric bill. Um, And then it will just automatically every month on whatever day of the month you set it for, um, it will remind you. The other thing um, I mentioned before is envelope money. Now, the envelope system is something that we gleaned from Dave Ramsey from Financial Peace University. And listen, if you've never gone through Financial Peace University, I highly recommend it. I at least recommend that you check out his website because there's a lot of really good resources there. Um, Another resource that's really, really great is the Free Methodist Foundation. Now, they have um, a whole slew of resources right now on their website that are really, really wonderful, including the Journey Map um talking about stewardship well done and it's just um really really great kind of kind of walking you through how to create um uh, and manage manage the resources that um have been entrusted to your care so that's fmf financial as in free methodist foundation fmffinancial.org but anyways um You can create this envelope system by determining how much it is per week. Um, Honestly, you could do it per month, but we find that per week is easier for us. How much is it per week that you need for um, things like groceries, toiletries, gas, clothes, babysitter, Um, we have a separate line for just like kids because, you know, you know, they're going to ask for ice cream or, (laughs) or they're going to need new shoes and, you know, our clothes money can't always, um, cover the kids' shoes too. So we have a separate line for kids. We have a, a line for home, pets, date night, um, our own personal pocket money, allowance for the kids, entertainment, um, personal care and medical all of these are our envelopes um, that we have allocated a certain amount of money per month or per week excuse me um, each month and um, we go by that um, in terms of our spending money for the week and so apart from bills we try our best we we just we don't use our debit card we don't use credit cards we use, cash and the the idea behind this is that if you have if you're holding cash in your hands it's going to be harder to let go of it than if you're just scanning a debit card or a credit card where you can't actually see your money and so actually seeing it and holding it and touching it feeling it in your hand it's harder to um, spend on things that that maybe you don't want to spend money on you know you're more aware of what you're spending. And um, let me tell you, it works. So if you've never tried it before, I'd really encourage you to look it up and and try it um, for yourself, even just for a month. You know, um, it takes commitment. You've got to really, really commit. And if you're married, um, if you're sharing a budget with somebody else, you just, you really need to both be on the same page with it. But it's wonderful. And so that's kind of how I split up my um, budget on paper, if you will, or like on the screen. And of course, if you're using my template, then you'll see that. So you've got the income box, manual payments, automatic payments, and envelopes. And then you've also got tithe, and then of course, savings. Now I want to take a minute and talk specifically savings um because it's something that is just really, really important. Um, I talked about how when in our family, when we get paid, the first 10% of our money goes straight into the offering plate at church. Um, in our local church that we attend, um, where we worship, that's where our money goes. And we don't determine that, oh, that is for the building campaign or that is for the children's ministry. We trust that the church is going to use those resources however God is leading them. Um, And then the second 10% of our income goes into savings. And so, again, if you are using my template, when you put in your income, it will automatically take tithe and savings out. Now you can, of course, change those formulas if you need to save less or if you want to save more or whatever it is. Um, you can you can alter those formulas in the template. Um, but what this does is it is it creates this. It's just a habit, right? Like we live off of eighty percent of our income, and we pretty much always have. Um, and it's just really important, first of all, to have an emergency fund um and then secondly to have short term savings long term savings um things that things that you couldn't possibly just pay for out of your budget you need to save for and that is a discipline that does not come easy to me um and so putting it right there in the budget first thing is really really important the other thing that you'll see if you're using my template is you'll see that it has like the goal of an emergency fund short-term savings long-term savings and of course you can alter that you should alter that based on what your own goals are Um, and perhaps your goals have nothing to do with savings maybe your goals have to do with something else entirely and so um, just change the heading on those goals you know Um, whatever that might be but for us that is our big goal for the year so basically what this does is as we like write it out for the whole month we get to see where our money is currently going and then we get to tell our money where to go so once you've determined how much you're going to save how much you're going to tithe what your bills are what your envelopes are all of that kind of stuff then you need to basically copy and paste From January all the way through December. Copy and paste it 12 times, well, 11 times. So you have 12 different sheets on your template, okay? Then what you're going to do is you're going to go into each month and you're going to enter in the extra expenses for the month. Um, So for example, um, when it's a birthday month, you're going to probably need some extra money either for birthday gifts or a birthday party for your kids um whatever that may be um there may be a certain month that you want to start saving for Christmas um we just came off of christmas maybe you were very pleased with how you handled your finances this christmas maybe you were very displeased <laughs> and so you can learn from that whether it was good or bad from this year and right now make a plan for how you're going to pay for christmas next year um another thing that you're going to want to make sure you have in your budget is things for school for your kiddos so for example Um, If you pay for preschool or daycare, get that into your budget. Um, If you pay for after school care for your school-agers, if you pay for private school, uh, put that into your budget. Be mindful of the kids who may be going into kindergarten or going into middle school or whatever it may be, going into college. Um, this coming fall. Um, And so put those kinds of things in. School pictures and textbook fees um, are very important to remember in your budgets for those months. And then um, also don't forget about School breaks. What are you doing on school breaks with your kids? Maybe you don't work full time out of the home and so this is not an issue for you. Maybe you need to pay for daycare. Maybe you are taking a vacation one of the times that your kids are out of school and that needs to be in the budgets, my friends. I know I'm going through all of this really fast, um, so I apologize. But um, memberships are important to get into the budget. Um, Amazon Prime, um, you either pay for that monthly or you pay for it um, every once a year, and so make sure that's in the budget. For us, we only pay for trash. Um, pick up quarterly. And so that's in our budget four times a year, not 12. And so that can kind of throw us off sometimes. But when I'm looking at trash for the entire year, I can just go January, February, March, April, May, and I can take it off the months that we don't pay it and put it in the months that we do. Um, And so see, again, writing it out is just super, super helpful. Student loan payments um, are important to get in there, and um, you may even want to add a column um, that includes the total that your that your student loans are or whatever loan, whatever kind of um, you know credit cards or whatever it may be, whatever kind of debt you have, car, um, house, you may want to add a column in that has the total, of debt that you have to pay off um, that's you know up to you um, and then don't forget about things like um, like your kids sports um, so you know when soccer season starts up is is one of your kids or two of your kids gonna be in some sort of a league there will be fees involved in that if you have a membership with AAA Don't forget to include that, especially if it's on an automatic renewal. You don't want to forget about it until, uh, you know, until it comes out and then be surprised by that big chunk of change um, that comes out. You may want to also um, consider adding some money into your budget for like things like counseling or therapy. Um... If if you're not seeing a counselor or a therapist regularly, you may want to just check in with somebody once in a while. Um, that could be a really, really good thing to do. Um, another thing is summer camps for your kids. Um, again, be that daycare <laughs> or an actual like sleepaway summer camp. If that's something that's important to you that your kids um are involved in, make sure that that's part of your budget. There may be a family camp that you want to attend and there are generally fees associated with um, with family camp. Um, if you are part of an HOA, there will be some sort of HOA fees. Um, I think usually it's like, well, I don't know if there's a usually for that. I think mine is um, once a year I shouldn't say I think, I know, mine is once a year. Uh, Perhaps you have a monthly payment and that's just an easy, um, you probably already put that in. But if it's a once a year thing, make sure it gets in there. I don't think I mentioned insurance um, when I was talking about automatic payments, manual payments, bills. um, But hopefully you remembered insurance as well i'm trying to just make sure that i've you know kind of covered all of my bases i haven't mentioned um, tv subscriptions or cable internet um, all of that kind of stuff i also would recommend thinking through all of the holidays Um, you could even take last year's calendar and go through it um, to see okay what did we do like i mean for Halloween. What what did you do for Halloween? Did you pass out candy? Did you buy um, or make um, Halloween costumes? You know, did you participate in a church um, event where you decorated your trunk or bought candy for the church? These kinds of things cost money and need to be in your budget. And so Easter baskets should be in your budget. It's not just Christmas. Um, that needs to be part of your budget. If you like to um, put, set off fireworks, <laughs> um, put that in the budget um, leading up to July and, um, you know, just the, think through think through your um, holidays and how your family likes to celebrate. Do you need a little extra money in the grocery line item for a certain month or two? Um, so as you do this, this is going to affect your bottom line, your net income line at the bottom of your budget. And so then you're going to be able to actually see how you are able or not able, um, to, but hopefully you are able to meet your goals this year. Um, and this is, so we're, we're just about to the part that I just love to do when looking at the whole year all at once. So we've we've done like the nitty-gritty details of um, the month-to-month budget, um, copied and pasted that, then we've gone in and put in all of the individual month stuff, right? And now it's time to actually see those goals coming to life. So whatever your goal is, um, you're going to put that into your budget. You're going to like write it at the top of your budget, okay? Like like and I'm I I have to use an example here or else it's going to get really confusing. So I'm going to just go ahead and say that our goal this month, or this year, (laughs) is to save $1,000 in our emergency fund. Um, Now, what Dave Ramsey says is this shouldn't take you very long. Like, you should be able to just pound this out, just really hit it hard. Um, But I'm going to use that as an example, okay? And so at the top of January, I'm going to write, save $1,000 in an emergency fund, Um, or our goal, emergency fund, $1,000, you know, however I want to say it. And then all of that net income or even you know because it's a savings goal all of that savings money goes straight into that emergency fund box so all of my formulas that i have in my spreadsheet will pour into that box for my emergency fund and then at the end of january i mean right now it's not the end of january yet but right now i can see that if we stay on budget if we do what our plan says we're going to do then we can save x amount of money in january and then i have my so i have the amount of money going in to my emergency fund i have the goal of $1000 and then i have it say remaining um and it has a number it has how much I put into the emergency fund, um, less the amount that the goal is, and that is how much I have remaining. So that's how much that when I go into February, I need to save in order to meet that goal. And so then what's going to happen is when I click on February, it's actually going to take that number from January and pour it into February's template and then it's going to say emergency fund has this much money in it that you saved in january and then it's going to take all of that savings money all of that net income it's going to pour it in to that emergency fund there's my goal of one thousand dollars and remaining is this now once i get to the point where remaining is a negative number I can move on to my next goal. And this is where it gets really, really exciting because you can actually see your goals being met on your plan. And if you have a plan that will allow you to succeed in your goals, then you are that much closer to actually succeeding in your goals in 2022. And this is going to be a year of meeting our goals, my friends. So I just I'm so excited for you to dig into this. If you are married, make sure you're doing this with your spouse. Um, you know, one of you is going to be more inclined to like actually get into the you know details of the budget and everything, but you both need to be involved. And Like I said, if you've never gone through Financial Peace University, if you've never looked online for a budget template, any of that kind of stuff, there's so many resources out there. My website, sparrowkidsministries.com, and if you go on the podcasts tab, you will see a link to my budget template for 2022. Like I said, you can change all of the formulas, however you want to do that, but it's already set up for you to be able to to meet your goals in 2022. You guys, I'm so glad that you were with me today talking through the budget. I know it got a little bit, um, like deep into the waters and really, really fast. And, um, so I hope I didn't muddy the water too much for you, but I'm just really excited for this year where we are going to be reaching our goals. We're going to talk about this a little bit more, not budget, but actually about meeting our goals in 2022 next week. I hope that you will join me. And until then you can visit me at sparrowkidsministries.com. I can out wait to see you there. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.